0: You are now listening to the Purpose
1: Edits Podcast. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody
2: has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like school to be successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game, that's mess with it, and get through it.
1: Welcome to the Purpose Edits Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. 1 discover your purpose 2 walk in your purpose and 3 ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host coach Vic and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun.
2: Shane, what up homie? Yo yo yo, what's going on, big dog? Hey
1: man, I'm all right, man. How you how you doing? You all right?
2: Yeah, I'm good, man. Um you know, living life doing what we got to do every day. Doing our best to be our best.
1: You know, I feel like even though I know we talk often, I feel like I hadn't talked to you in a while.
2: It feels that way. I don't. I, I think it might have been because we didn't record last week. Our routine,
1: yeah. Our yeah. routine
2: was thrown off. Yeah, that's what it
1: was. Yeah, that always catch me off guard. You know, I'm a creature of habit.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it was. We we had and It's been uh, what fourteen days or so, as opposed to seven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the other week, last week was it last week my birthday? Yeah, last week was my birthday.
2: Yeah, man, happy belated birthday! I remember. Thank God, Facebook is. Around. Man, you did. <laughs> you did. Look, I don't know,
1: Nelson. You probably gonna listen at some point. You're fired. Um, yeah, because you didn't remind Shane this year, and that is the only reason we keep you in the circle.
2: <laughs> Dang, he said it not me, Nelson.
1: <laughs> right now, she <laughs> is yelling at the recording, wherever she is saying, screw you guys. I'm a part of the You know, I can see her face, you know, doing all that. It's just, I'm not worried about you. You can't see me. Plus, uh, you you wouldn't shoot me. (laughs) I hope not. Hey, but check this out. I wanted to kind of, I wanted to take over or hijack the what blew your mind, if that's all right, because I think it'll lead us into a conversation I wanted to have with you. How you feel about that? Dude, All right. So you talk about what blew your mind. Um, I came across this little short story and I don't even remember where I saw it or came across it. But um, it, it was profound to me when when I read it. So the story goes, there was this psychology professor who walked around his classroom and he held up this glass of water, right? He just filled up a little, uh, a glass of water and he's holding it up, he got his arm out, holding it up. And he asked his gla- he asked his class, how heavy is this glass of water? Mm-hmm. And so people start shouting out, you know, ounces and a pound and they taking all these random guesses. And instead of giving them the right answer, he says to them, what's more important is about how long am I going to be holding this glass up? Right. Cause mm-hmm. when you think about it, no matter what guess they gave, what really matters is if I hold this glass up for two minutes, it's probably not as heavy if I hold it up for one hour. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Here's where the story went. He said, the moral of the story, sometimes in life, we, hold things we hold on to things for too long
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they start to take a toll on us mm-hmm. over time
0: mm-hmm.
1: right it turns into the weight of the world
0: Because mm-hmm. at the
1: end of the day whether he held it up for two minutes or an hour that glass still weighed the same the amount.
2: Same, same amount yeah
1: but the difference is that determine whether his hand and arm start shaking whether or not he dropped the glass was how long he was holding on to that weight And so that blew my mind thinking about not only myself, but how many people are out there hanging on to the weight of the world? Mm -hmm. How has holding on to the weight of the world impacted or stifled or uh, prevented people from achieving their ultimate goal and purpose?
2: Yeah. What What are your thoughts on that? Yeah and it's, it doesn't even have to be as big as the weight in the world it's it's uh resentment fear uh failure um and i think it's everything as far as um that's really good as far as achieving and or not even achieving just living a happy life the ability mm-hmm. to let go of things that are weighing you down that are unnecessary weights
1: so I was in I was, I'm in a group on Facebook and um somebody posed the question um that ultimately they needed advice mm-hmm. on some past hurt that they, they were still dealing with. And mm-hmm. the the story of Lot and his wife leaving the city of sin came to mind for me. And that was the advice that I shared with them
0: mm-hmm. that
1: Uh, in the Bible, uh, Lot and his wife were instructed to leave the city of Sodom and Gomorrah, and they were told specifically, do not look back. Don't look backwards. Otherwise, you turn to a pillar of salt. And Lot's wife, when they were leaving the city, looked back, representing how often we look back in our past, preventing us from going forward. Mm. I know that I have dealt with that hurdle and that limitation. I've tried to focus on forward for a good majority of my life, but there are times that I looked back and it haunted me. Example, when I didn't originally graduate college like I uh, uh, first planned, it bothered me for years and I couldn't move forward. Not in that realm. I couldn't even give my kids genuine advice about
0: mm-hmm.
1: whether or not to pursue college. And yeah. when I talked to them about finishing, that always crept up in my you, mind. You, you know? were
2: living in that guilt. Yeah. Right? Y- yeah. Yeah.
1: When you see people whether or maybe you've dealt with this yourself, but when you see people living in that guilt, what would be your advice to them for how to move forward and focus on forward?
2: Um, I don't know. It's I guess it will kind of be to focus on forward, right? I think it would kind of be like when you say, if you can't change the people around you, change the people around you, but it's different. So I think in order to move forward, you have to shift what you're looking at. Change your perspective. Sh- change your perspective. Change, like I could look at it as I should be here and I should be there or I can look at it from the perspective of look at what I do have Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and 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 finding some appreciation in in what you do have as opposed to focusing on what you don't I think ti said that in a song like you you spend time focusing on what you do not instead of do focus on what you do Mm -hmm. and then ultimately that would change your perspective like Imagine like right now, my back, right, is to my heat press. But it doesn't mean that I don't, you know, it, but it's still in the room, even though I'm not focused on it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, if I turn around, look figuratively, look back and I focus on it, I'm going to see it. But you have to figure out how to be in the same room or be in an arena or something and not focus on what that thing is that is negative and try to find and and, and shift, shift your focus. Mm
1: hmm. I agree with you. And I think that sometimes people romanticize and fall in love with that pain.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, I think it feels good. And, and I heard, I heard this somewhere. You, you, you are in environments and spaces uh, where people or decisions the weight of the world and i put that in quotation marks that that is on you and you've fallen in love with it and you live there on a continual basis and sometimes the reason that a person doesn't change or move themselves out of that environment they deal with it and enjoy dealing with it is Mm -hmm. because staying in it means that they don't have to change anything about themselves
2: and that's that's the thing about it it's actually easier to be angry and, you know, um, my cousin once told me anger is a weak emotion, but the, the gripping of it is strong. How and It's a weak emotion, but the grip of it is strong? Well, I added the second part of that. Oh, but got, he's, got, he got told you. me he told me anger is a weak emotion. But when you think about it, it, it it is a weak emotion, but it can physically grab you and keep you to where you can't get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if those two things go together, but that's how my brain processes it like. Um, The emotion of anger, there's nothing for the most part if it's not harnessed. There's nothing positive about anger. There's nothing positive about resent. Um, if it's not harnessed. Now, some people like can use anger or frustration and use it as a motivational tool. Yeah, but we're talking.
1: It- it turns to a chip on the shoulder. I'm sorry. Exa- I didn't mean, to yeah, cut you exactly.
2: Off. No, no, hundred percent. Right. Like a chip on the shoulder, but where it becomes easy when it becomes, instead of a chip, it becomes a weight. Hmm. And, um, it, and, and to me it's easier because guess what happens? If you try to get over that anger and that past, it forces you to put you in a space to where you have to focus on you and you have to fix yourself. And Mm -hmm. I think self-reflection is one of the most important things, but yet one of the most hardest things people actually can do.
1: Can you relate to that whole anger piece where like it turned into a weight? Has that ever been you? Where something stuck with you and you like you were angry about it. And and instead of it becoming a chip and a motivator, it it ended up being more of a burden.
2: Yeah, my first, my first probably five years of teaching, I hated it. And it was because um, I I never really ever wanted to be a band director. That was, like, never my goal. That was never. um, But, you know, I ended up going back to get the master's because, you know, everybody's talking job security, you know, which I think, again, is another weak-minded thing. But we could talk about it another day. Um, That'll preach by itself. (laughs) That'll preach by itself. But, like, my first six years, I I didn't enjoy it. Um, I was seeing a lot of success, but I wasn't really happy with what I was doing. And I was this close to leaving the field. But what happened for me is when I actually realized, okay, you're in this position, but you don't have to, it's not, it doesn't have to be the way you were taught. Like just because, okay, you play football, just Mm -hmm. because you learned how to play cornerback a certain way, doesn't mean that way will work for Jimmy. Right. Okay. And what it was, was I was so stuck in my training and how I was taught that music education was supposed to be as opposed to what it actually was supposed to be for my kids. And the second that I got off that train and I shift my perspective from, I have to live up to the standard of music education to, I have to actually teach my kids, my whole career completely changed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that that was, I mean, it, it was bad, man. I mean, I, I shoot, I was drinking when I got off of work, man. I It was bad, bro. Hmm. It, it hmm. was bad.
1: So to to, you know, referencing back to the original anecdote I shared, you talk about the amount of time you spend holding a weight versus how much it actually weighs, having a greater impact. So for you being in that space, those first five years, do you think you would be where you are today had you not spent that five years in that space? Like if you came out of that sooner, do you still think you accomplished the level
2: of success that you accomplished at at this point? See, but it goes back to the perspective. I I was able to move past, not because of the weight and learning from the weight, but from the shift in the perspective. So what actually caused me to move was the fact that I didn't quit hmm. and I shifted hmm. you see what I'm saying because I, had I quit you know who knows you know I mean? if that makes sense
1: mm-hmm. it does you know it does hmm. so okay as it as it relates to purpose um mm-hmm. as we talk about you know the show and um the, the whole mission is to get people to think about the topic at hand, which is holding on to something for a duration of time mm-hmm. and it doing more damage than good. How does that stand in the way of someone who is trying to uncover their
2: purpose in life? Well, here's another way to look at, um, that weight added, And what was the initial analogy that you used with the glass? The
1: initial analogy is the weight of the glass stays the same. If the glass weighs four ounces, you hold it for two minutes, four ounces isn't that heavy, but Uh you hold four ounces for two hours and now Mm -hmm. it feels like a thousand pounds.
2: Yes. So I guess the question would be, if we were trying to move past it, is holding on to that four ounces or is holding on to that weight adding value? Hmm. Is it moving me towards my purpose? Like, you know what
1: come to mind? You talk about the not quitting piece, right? And you hear people to say, persevere. You got to see it through, right? Mm-hmm. And if you stick with something, you, you get forged in the fire uh, through time, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, is there some value to cooking and marinating? And I think that there is. There absolutely I, is. I
0: think there, there, there absolutely is. A,
1: I think that there's a such thing as cooking too long. Anything can be cooked too long and end up being burnt, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But the right time at the right temperature, mm-hmm. I think, could create a diamond.
2: Yeah, right. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But that—that's when that's talking about your past making you who you are. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I firmly believe that we are who we are because of our experience and where we come from and our background. Mm-hmm. But. That's a different, that's fuel as opposed to being a weight. So you have two you, two, you have two options. When you have a checkered past or something that's behind you, you can shift your perspective or you can let it be a weight or you can let it be your fuel. So that the question you is, forward. is there a way for a person to identify
1: where that point is the point of, mm, this is fuel right now. As I, as I use my past to help motivate me and push me forward and keep with me? Or is this now becoming a weight? You know what I mean? Can you feel or identify when it teeters, you know, one way or the when other? When
2: it no longer adds value.
1: Hmm. To who? You, to you. person
2: you personally, because it's your weight.
1: Okay. is
2: your I, weight. I've been in,
1: in business opportunities for a long time. And one of the hardest things is to walk away after being married to it for
2: so long. Business relationships. Okay. Why are you hanging on to the relationship? Because it has added, it it has value to
1: me because of what it's done for me up to this point. Value to you and
2: value for you is two different things. Explain. Value to you, it's important to me. I like it. I love it. I don't want to lose it value for me it's it's actually doing something for me you know what i'm saying like i got a partner right let's say i have three friends one friend every time i go around all we do is get drunk and high one friend when i get together we talk about investments in building one friend i get together we just vent and talk about our family life Either way, the, 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 the junk in the high, I, I don't know if that's good for you, depending on how you get down. <laughs> the friend that you can vet to is good for you and it's good to hang on, but that could be dangerous. But the one that's good for you, hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is the one that's talking about that investment because you're, you're growing and, and, and it's helping you. It's adding value to you. It, you know, something could be important to you, but not necessarily add value. Like, Right now, I'm looking to my left. I have 15 pair of chinos in my, par- in, in, in my closet. What is that doing other than just clutter? I can't even fit them. Still, though, you can say I got 15 pair of chinos, baby. But that's, that's that. That's that. What, what, what the analogy I said earlier? For me and... Uh, to me and versus for. Me. To me and for me. Like, it's not doing nothing for me. It may mean a lot to me. The status mm-hmm. of having fifty chinos may mean something to me, but what is it doing for me? Mm. Nothing. Nothing.
1: That makes sense. That makes. You know what? You know what it it brings to mind. I I saw, I was watching a motivational video on YouTube, and there was a speaker, and he started with this icebreaker. He held up a hundred dollar bill, and he said, "How many people uh, want this hundred dollar bill?" Every hand went up. Right. If I was mm-hmm. give it. A would want it they raised their hand he took it he crumbled it up he said how many people still want it now every hand went back up in the room he took it threw it on the ground stomped all over it how many people still want it everybody still got their hand up and he said the question is why at the end of the day that hundred dollar bill never loses its value Mm. no matter what i do to it it's Mm -hmm. still worth a hundred dollars because that's what it is that's what it does for someone yeah you know yeah 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 it, it's, I guess for me now, as I've, as I interpret what you said, I think that in my struggles of hanging on to my weight, right? Mm-hmm. And probably other people, this is the same way. In my struggles of hanging on to my weight, it also, when you talk about perspective, caused me not to see value properly. Yeah, Yeah, myself and the things that were around me or that I surrounded myself with. Yeah, you know, yeah, really clouded my judgment.
2: Yeah, but you know, I think sometimes we make things complicated when we talk about weight and pressure and past. Like, you know, my rule of thumb is if if I do it and it feels good, okay, but if I do it and it don't feel good, I ain't fooling with it.
1: But you just said it might
2: not feel good, but it's good for you. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that is that part of it. And, but if, if I can't find no purpose in that that bad feeling, like why, 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 why am I sitting here and allowing this to, to sit on me?
1: I think you just said something. If I can't find purpose in it, is there something to be said about finding your own purpose? You have to find purpose in the things that you do. 100%
2: hundred percent if you if you if you don't like a lot of people are alive but not many people are living brother
0: Mm.
2: a lot of Mm -hmm. people are alive but not many people are living is because on the day-to-day they're just moving around like mindless trolls going to a job punching the clock coming home waking up feeding the kids going back to sleep doing it again
1: you make a conscious effort to live hell yeah give me give me something you do
2: shit look at my hair that ain't living, man. <laughs> That ain't That ain't man. living for some of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, just the, just something
1: the, um, something intentionally that you do that you say, you know what, this is living right here.
2: Something that I intentionally do. I, you I don't. I go ahead. I, I don't know. I no, Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I. This
1: is gonna. This is gonna seem. Seem maybe boring to some, but when you talk about living, this this is something I intentionally do. I intentionally get in my yard and work in my yard for three, four hours at a time. Mm -hmm. And why is this living? Because at one point, my wife and I didn't even want to buy a house. The American dream, we Mm -hmm. said we were going to rent, we didn't want all the responsibility. Mm -hmm. And then something changed. We went to visit friends. We had a great time, a great experience, and our perspective changed. And we now saw value in having space and owning something, Mm -hmm. right? We then got it and quickly learned we got to take care of it. Mm. And although I take care with my wife and I, we take care of the house. I take probably a little more pride in taking care of my yard and to me that's living because amongst all the hustle and bustle all the weight of the world and these life-breaking decisions that i have to make that's where i find peace and serenity
2: yeah And, and and i guess what i that's dope and i guess my peace and serenity or i guess my my form of living is crushing these goals like if I just, I I guess I'm wired that way that like, I I don't need much, but as long as I always feel like I'm moving forward, like for instance, this summer, when I really started jumping off with the t-shirts, the first time I shipped a t-shirt at the post office, I cannot explain to you that feeling, bro, that it was like the biggest drug that I had ever had. And I just wanted some more of it. And I was just like, this, this is it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, most people people like, Oh, I want to go to Vegas. So when I'm on vacation, like my pop tell me all the time, like, Oh, you got to start vacation. Like he goes on three or four vacations every day, which vacation's cool. All right. Whatever. But I'm, I'm in my, I'm a, I'm a pig in the playpen when I'm, when I'm crushing these goals. And that's just how I'm wired. I probably need to, go take a break somewhere cause my booty too tight. But when I, when I'm, when I'm pushing these goals, this is when I'm at my best or when I feel my best.
1: <laughs> you know, what's, what's so crazy. Yes. We've been friends a long time. I literally just said this to my wife today at six thirty two in the afternoon. When I was riding home, we were talking about the business. I said, you know, what's one of the best feelings in the world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: get a sale when yeah. somebody comes with this order, this idea, and I put it together, put it in front of them, and they go, yep, I want it. I'm buying
2: yeah, it. Yep. Yeah, that that, feeling, that thing. I can't well, describe. The, the only thing that the only thing that matched that feeling of dropping that thing in the post office box was when my cash app went off for the first time. Beep, oh. I said, like, whoa. And you got it was, your
1: setup to make a noise?
2: Oh, yeah. I need a, that
1: noise. A unique noise, yeah. <laughs>
2: that's what mine do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's what mine do it just and you know when you know you put up a, you post a fire design or something come up and then they just start all day Sha-sha. i'm like yes that's that i mean that's living to me man that's 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 what it is bro you know
1: that there's something to be said on both sides of the coin about duration of time how long you spend doing something, whether it be bad or good, right? Holding that glass for a long period of time eventually is going to have a, a negative effect. However, operating in a positive space like what you're describing is also going to have an impact on you and more than likely it's going to have a positive impact. Mm-hmm. On you. Mm-hmm. Can there be some, some negatives to it? Yeah, there are pros and cons to every situation. And I think, like you said, perspective, vantage point, what you focus on and what you look at, uh, will help you to determine and identify, okay, this is good for me.
2: Yeah. Is good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Good to me. Like um, the other thing is using it as a learning experience. You know what I'm saying? Again, you could carry it as a weight or you could carry it as an opportunity to grow. Like I just read this quote, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards, which is, which is like, you know what I'm saying? Like what you learned, what you experienced when you was 18 is something that you can learn from that can help you when you're 35. Mm. But again, it's not a weight, you're using it to learn. But, you mm. know, on the flip side, another quote says, never look back or you'll fall down the stairs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it, it 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 works both ways. And it's like, baggage. You know, baggage, there's, there's, I mean, who wants baggage, guys? you know what is what what is the added value in in baggage um you know what i'm saying i'm like
1: yeah yeah hey let's let's do this and i think it's a great stopping point because the quote for this episode fits so perfectly here and and, and i can't wait to see your reaction the quote is an arrow can only be shot by pulling it backwards an arrow can only be shot by pulling it backwards.
2: Okay, I don't get and it. So
1: here's here's the here's the thing. In order to go forward, just like you stated, know yeah. connect the dots and hit the target. Yeah, sometimes you gotta look back and learn from your past experiences. Learn in order to be propelled forward.
2: Yeah, yeah Paul but-
1: Abdul one. One step or two, one step back, two steps two step forward.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the beauty of it is like <laughs> with the arrow, you pull it back, but eventually you do what? Let that bad. Let let that go. sucker go. That's perfect. Got to let it go. That's perfect.
1: Like always, man, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, tell somebody about it, refer a friend and more importantly, join us on the Facebook discussion group, man. A lot of good topics that we talk about on here but we definitely want to continue that conversation as always go live life on purpose we out